Hello and welcome to this episode of the Educators for Social Justice podcast. My name is Sharita Love and I am your host in partnership with Educators for Social Justice or ESJ. Educators for Social Justice is a grassroots, teacher-led professional development group located in St. Louis, Missouri. We believe that educators are public intellectuals who gain strength and wisdom through working with other educators, parents, and members of the community. Our mission is to develop and support socially just, equitable, and sustainable practices in schools and communities. The ESJ podcast seeks to provide authentic voice for educators who are doing social justice work in classrooms, schools, and communities. We celebrate a diverse group of teachers and students by discussing their successes, struggles, and visions in effectively implementing social justice education. We invite you to listen and challenge yourself to think about how your work can connect to social justice. Today, we welcome Dr. Nancy Piss-Lewis, instructional coast, coach, instructional coach, I'm gonna get that right, um, with the Hazelwood School District in St. Louis, Missouri. Nancy is also a STEM PACT facilitator with Washington University and a social justice entrepreneur. Welcome, Nancy. Good afternoon. Oh, oh that's I love the voice. Good afternoon. Thank you for joining us today. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Oh, so glad you're here. So glad you're here. So um, I always start off just by checking in. I have um, borrowed this from our guru, um, Dr. Deborah Holmes with Stimpact. Uh, but I'm going to check in with you and just ask what's new and good with Nancy. Um, that can be anything from you're going to go home to listen to polka music or you're going to um, go home to play with your dog or you're going to punch me in the face for mentioning the fact that you like polka music. Just whatever. It can just be whatever you want to talk about. <laughs> What's new and good with Nancy? Um, what's new and good with me is, uh, I think, trying new things. Mm -hmm. This year I'm really branching out. Last year I set some goals and I was able to hit them. Mm -hmm. And so this year I'm continuing that, making new goals for myself and really working towards getting them accomplished. Yeah. And you're pulling, uh, and I know Dr. Nancy personally, um, and so... Um, I can attest to the fact that you're pulling others along with you as you as yes. you do that. So yes. I get frequent text reminders to focus on my 2018 goals and to... <laughs> can I interrupt and ask what oh, you uh -oh. were doing Friday? Uh -oh. <laughs> uh, you may interrupt and ask only because I did get started. Okay, very so good. So otherwise I would have interjected to say, no, you may not ask. But yes, I did get started. And I thank you for continuing to push me because this is something I need to do. Um, reflecting on what I've done and what I plan to do moving forward. So thank okay. you. All right. Good. Yeah. Is that good? good. Okay. Good. Okay, good. Good. So um, tell our listeners more about um, specifically what you do and how it relates to the work of social justice. Okay. Well, um, as an instructional coach and uh, as a STEM PAC facilitator, I work with teachers directly. And the uh, one of the lenses that I help teachers view their work through is through the lens of social justice and checking on their bias and mm -hmm. equity that they may bring to the classroom. Mm -hmm. So uh, a lot of times we don't see what we bring personally mm -hmm. and part of my job or the work that I do 
both inside and outside the classroom actually, is to help others reflect and, and think about their presence. Mm -hmm. mm. Okay. Okay, and then um, this year you will be presenting at the um, Social Justice Conference, the ESJ Conference. Um, so I know that, you know, you may not have all the details uh, flushed out, but if you can talk about, you know, why you think it's important to be a part of this conference and then um, what you, uh, a high level of, you know, um, kind of summation of what you plan to share. Okay. Well, um, the conference is important because it addresses those social justice justice issues mm -hmm. that uh, often have been going overlooked mm -hmm. um, within our systems. And I think sometimes it might be purposeful, but mm. a lot of times mm. it's just, you know, people don't know yeah. and you can't fix what you don't know. Yeah. Um, my uh, session is called Creating an Equitable Classroom Community, the Role of Affirmations and Counter-Narratives. Mm. And my purpose is to help um, the participants to see their own mental models, mm -hmm. understand what mental models are in general yeah. and when they're being helpful and not so helpful, mm -hmm. and using those mental models as leverage to help them become uh, more open-minded educators, um, building better relationships with their students, mm -hmm. and understanding the impact that they have on mm -hmm. students. Mm -hmm. Would you liken um, mental models to bias? Um, it's Bias plays a part in mental models. Mm -hmm. Mental models are who we bring, how we bring ourselves to uh, a system. Um, it's part of the systems thinking work of Peter Senge, and mm -hmm. um, they refer to what your experiences are mm -hmm. and how you are experiencing everything else, and then that does reflect such similar to bias yeah. on how you interact yeah. with the system around you. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, just wanted to give some um, context mm -hmm. um, for that. So. Um, so you're you're in you're, so you're not in a classroom. So I'm I'm, I'm kind of jumping to your role in um, the school district um, as an instructional coach. Um, you're not necessarily in the classroom, but you do come alongside teachers to support what they're doing, um, and you do work within the, the system of education, uh, obviously. Yes. But you get to see it from a different perspective, not necessarily directly tied to direct instruction and you know all that comes with that. Um, so can you speak to um, you know, how you see in your role, because I think it's, it's important to like, you know, uh, really speak to the different perspectives that we see, you know, within a school system, um, mm -hmm. outside of the classroom specifically. Okay. And so um, can you kind of speak to that uh, from a lens of like, you know, socially just education, but just um, the need, I guess, uh, speaking to the need? Well, um, from my perspective, um, being outside the classroom. Mm -hmm. And there are a couple of things that are, are good and bad about my job. Mm. Um, I am a coach, which uh, that means I'm a supporter, I'm a resource person, I'm there to, to promote the education of the students mm -hmm. through helping teachers and staff improve their yeah. practice. So 
part of, I spent a lot of time mediating. Mm. I work with teachers explaining to them the viewpoint of students, parents, and administrators. And I work with administrators explaining to them the viewpoint of teachers, parents, and students. So primarily being that, that bridge between administrators and teachers and helping them both understand what's necessary to uh, bring the most equity to the classroom. Mm -hmm. And generally teachers and administrators have different end goals yeah. because they have a different purpose. Mm -hmm. So their objectives are different. The way they approach the whole system yeah. is different. Yeah. And I have to help everyone see what everyone else is doing, what their part does. Mm. And that's really important in a situation when we're making decisions about children mm -hmm. and education and how those uh, decisions are going to impact in the future. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So yeah, really, really critical to see. I, I think those, like again, those different viewpoints, um, especially in your role. Um, we have listeners, of course, that are, are going to be a part of this conversation from across the spectrum of education. Mm -hmm. And so uh, not just speaking specifically to um, those that do direct instruction is important, I think, for the conversation mm -hmm. and understanding the different perspectives um, um, that impact um, students ultimately is important. So um, can you speak to your perspective on a top-down approach to um, equity in education, social justice in education, uh, whether it exists um, or not in some of your, your current work, but um, can you speak to the importance, what you feel is important, or how you feel that's important? What do you mean by top-down? So we can be talking about administration, we can talk, be talking about uh, the superintendent, we can be talking about, um, even if we take it outside of the school system, a top-down approach in business and organizations that are looking at equitable outcomes. Um, how, what's your take on the importance of that, having that top-down approach? Well, I believe that all parties should be involved. Mm -hmm. It's not going to work unless we all buy in. Mm -hmm. um, I think everyone plays a role. Uh, people at the top might play more of a role in uh, determining resources mm -hmm. and funding mm -hmm. and those types of things. Mm -hmm. But people who are in the classroom and, and on the ground or even the administrators within the buildings are the people who are doing the work mm -hmm. and they see the direct results or see how it impacts the other work mm -hmm. that's happening. But we also need to include families yeah. and the community yeah. and, and those other stakeholders mm -hmm. in the picture as well because we all have our role. Mm -hmm. And if we don't have the support of the parents and the community, then it's difficult to maintain those structures within the school system. Yeah, and make it sustainable. Yes. Make the work sustainable. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Okay, so let's talk about your other work. So I mentioned that you were a social justice entrepreneur as well. So let's talk about your other work, your blog, and uh, maybe even consulting. I know there was a past of consulting, but let's just talk about your other work and, and how that's important to this conversation. So that really is all over the place. Um, 
<laughs> I I do have a blog. It's called reclaimingself.net. Mm-hmm. Haven't been as active, but that is one of my goals yeah. for this year. Yeah. And I have it on the calendar for this month to get that booming again. It's and highly requested. It's highly requested. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> so one of the um, aspects of the blog is a, a daily reflection. And I am actually going to move away from that to make it a weekly reflection. Nice. Okay. So that people can have more time to think and process and and. Um, I guess respond more deeply mm-hmm. and personally when it was every day it was a lot of work for me to produce yeah, that's it a lot. Yeah. and people weren't really tying in mm. as well as they could yeah. so I, I do enjoy it though I'm, I'm a writer yeah. that, is, that is a title that I claim yeah. can you talk about what reclaiming self is though well reclaiming self was I started on this journey last year yeah. to really trying to figure out who I am, where I'm going, what's happening next in my world. Mm-hmm. And so I decided that I was reclaiming myself. Mm-hmm. And then Maxine Waters came along, so I'm really upset that she's reclaiming her time <laughs> because I was reclaiming myself before she reclaimed her time, but that's okay. Um, Give it up for the good of the cause. Yes, no. yes, yes. <laughs> I, you know, maybe she can help me broaden my audience. There you go. There you go. Put in reclaiming, something's going to pop up. That's right. Up. That's right. So uh, I, I really do enjoy the blogging. But um, another way that I've really increased my social network presence is through Twitter. Yes. Um, you see, I just wrote that down. For, <laughs> for the Twitter lights out there, what would you call it? The Twitter bugs or whatever you want to call yourselves? <laughs> what would you call them? Twitter... Tweeples. Tweeples. Okay, yes, for the Tweeples, for the tweeples. out there. Um, Dr. Nancy Pitts-Lewis is on this Twitter, and she has gotten the game and gone with it, uh, specifically for educators and, like, these ed chats and um, conversations around educators, so much so that, I mean, she's gained a national pl- platform um, that I'm extremely jealous of. I have no idea. Um, you know, like I'm on Twitter. I love Twitter. I use it as a platform. I use it as a way to get my news and to stay connected. Uh, but you have like gone to another level with it. Like you got to talk about the Twitter. Well, the, the way I really got into it and yeah. see when you're an extrovert, Venture Cafe, mm-hmm. Ed Collaborate, right, right, right. all that stuff is awesome. You can go out and mingle with people and talk. When you're an introvert, you can sit on the couch. You can <laughs> lurk on Twitter. You can tweet back at others. Right. People kind of know you, but they don't really know you, and you don't have to engage when you yeah, don't yeah. want to. Yeah. So so Twitter is the introvert okay, gotcha. in me. Uh-huh. Um, but I through that, I really did find other like-minded individuals all over the world yeah and uh the educolor movement Mm -hmm. and just there are many so many um chats that happen every week every day yeah you you can't keep up with it if that's what you want to do you would just do it all day long I don't have time for that so there are two or three that I try to tune into Mm -hmm. on a regular basis Mm -hmm. edgy gladiators uh, the edgy color chat uh, lead up chat Mm -hmm. but uh, many of the same people are involved in and all three. All those. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yes. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So you'll you'll see you start you'll find your group. Twitter is huge. Yeah. It's, it's there are millions and yeah. millions. But when you find a topic or a some content, something that 
you revolve around, mm-hmm. you learn more about others who are in that same area. Yeah, yeah. So what would be your um, recommendation to those that may be like, uh, you know, that sounds interesting, but, you know, I don't know if that's for me, or, like, what can I learn from that? What can I gain from getting on Twitter and finding my people, find my, my educator, my educator people? I find so many new ideas about education, um, articles to read, books to read, mm-hmm. blog posts. Um, I've met some people throughout the country that I've connected with offline mm-hmm. um, to further my interests and to help them further their interests through things that I have to offer. Um, just, I wouldn't use any social media platform for my news. Yeah. But I do use Twitter to find out what's trending, yeah. and then I go and do research on a deeper level after that. Mm-hmm. You can always find out what's happening right yeah. now yeah. if you get on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and start easy. You don't have to jump in and do ad chats, but you can just sign in and search for Educolor or social justice Mm -hmm. or different hashtags. Mm -hmm. And if you find a topic that you want, when it comes up, click on it and and just see who's talking, what they're talking about, and then you'll find things that you want to follow that you're interested in. Okay, and what's your Twitter handle? Uh, what is my Twitter handle? I believe it's at, let, let's find it so we can um, get get it to the people. Um, and while I'm finding your Twitter Twitter handle, I'll come back to that uh-huh. um, so we can give it to the people. They can follow you and see how it's done. <laughs> <laughs> um, talk about what you're reading. So, uh, what should we as a collective be reading or tuned into or thinking about? Right now, um, two books that I'm reading. One is uh, Shonda Rhimes' Year of Yes. Mm -hmm. I got it at the end of my year of uh, reclaiming, but it works right in. And it it really does uh, help me continue on the journey that Mm -hmm. I started last year. Mm -hmm. And um, the other book that I'm reading is, I believe her name is Lovey Ajayi. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's called I'm Judging You. Hmm. And she has a TED Talk called uh, Get Comfortable with Being Uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And she is just this really awesome, fabulous woman who tells it like it is, Mm -hmm. you know, and just go and do what you have to do because you're supposed to, Mm. you know, finding your purpose, finding who you are and what you need to do. Yeah, nice. Okay, so we will include those resources in the show's footnotes um, so that folks can... Uh, follow not just what uh, Nancy's doing, but then also um, if those resources hit home for you, you you'll have the information. Um, coming back, I do have uh, Nancy's Twitter handle. She is at Nancy, N-A-N-C-Y-E, Pitts, P-I-T-T-S, um, and that is her Twitter handle. So follow Nancy. Um, she is a womanist, a music lover, a political junkie, a curriculum reviewer, a PD specialist, a STEAM educator, and advocate for equity in education. Yes, that is Nancy. Um, so, so what's next for you? What's next for me? Well, we've pretty much been talking mm-hmm. about it throughout this yeah. conversation. Um, my goal this year is to uh, present at more conferences mm-hmm. um, to also uh, submit to some publications. Nice. Um, to 
perk up in my writing, my own personal mm-hmm. writing, and and do a better job of publishing there. And this podcasting thing wasn't really on my list, but <laughs> Boom. it's kind of fun, <laughs> I know, and, it's fun, and I can check it off now. I'll put it on the list and check it off. There you go. There you go. Awesome. Awesome. I fell in love with it. The first time I, I did a podcast, I'm like, oh, this is my jam. I, mm-hmm. I, I fell in love with this. I really like it. Um, any final thoughts for the listening community? Final thoughts. Um, well, as I said, I'm I'm a systems thinker. Yeah. And we are all part of this big world. Everything that you do touches someone else in some way. We all are not activists marching, mm-hmm. but we all have a job mm. and we all have a place and a space. So you've got to figure out what your space is. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can't figure that out on your own. You need to get your board of directors, your people around you, find out who you are and, and, and take that challenge because you have things to offer. Mm-hmm. We all have wonderful gifts and talents to offer. So I look forward to helping other people branch out and get theirs. Now, didn't that just make you want to get up and just walk out of here and be somebody? <laughs> that's, that's, that's what a coach does. That is that what a, is coach, what a does. coach does. I, I help you get better at you. Wow. That, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. Thanks for sharing that. And thanks so much for being here with us today. Thank you for having me. And um, sharing who you are and what you do. And um, our tweeples are going to find you on Twitter and <laughs> keep the conversation going. Um, so I'm going to ask in closing that our listeners mark their calendar calendars for upcoming social justice events. On Saturday, February 24th, we'll host our 13th annual Educating for Social Justice Curriculum Conference at Wydown Middle School here in St. Louis. And the theme is Building Counter Narratives for Racial Healing and Hope. Um, you can visit the website at www.educatorsforsocialjustice.org for more information and to register. Also on Sunday, April 11th, there will be a racial equity curriculum partnership with We Stories, an organization here in St. Louis doing great work um, in, with racial equity in white families. Um, that's at 3 to 5 p.m. at Lolly's Place. Again, you can get more information and registration information on the website at educatorsforsocialjustice.org. Thank you again for listening and uh, communing with us on today. Until next time. <laughs>